0: guys to Just Football podcasts It's episode four. <laughs> we've we'll been away, but we're back with it. It's your guys Victor and uh
1: David Massifon. I think we've been away for we skipped <laughs> one week but uh we're just starting and we'll make sure that uh we don't uh, keep you guys waiting and uh, next time man eh? or probably we got caught up in the heat of the we Euros got cut <laughs> up. that's
0: exactly what happened. I was going to say, I was going to give us the excuse that we got cut off with the Euros, the Copa America and everything but it's all done Yes. As a matter of fact, when we were recording this, that was um Arsenal had already started their um, pre season friendlies. Material, uh, they've given us banter material <laughs> already. Right <laughs> off the bat. Arsenal <laughs> fans, are want to excuse that it's pre season. That's a lie. I saw the squad, I didn't watch the game because I'm not going to. I think probably <laughs> just the goalkeeper. And there was then... one Okunko guy that was the keeper. Yes. Then I saw, saw, saw his squad. And he
1: didn't do himself. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, the first goal was just
0: between him and Cedric. It was just disastrous. You cut the highlights. That's very patriotic of you. <laughs> I didn't pay off. I just I was scrolling through the life because I saw Arsenal. I just when I was like you were losing, I was like no. I saw Aubameyang. I saw. So Arsenal have this thing. Like I like how Arsenal don't give you any hope. It's very fantastic. Your fans. <laughs> So, right off the bat, they are off with the mediocrity, so there's nothing to expect. And I think that's just great. I think that's just They grit. may have a good pre-season, season. So, they
1: sometimes they good. start off badly in preseason season and then come in and have a great season. You never can tell. Let's just keep it, uh, fair, fair, let's fair. Keep it open. So,
0: the pre seasons are not determinants of music. Just like um, silly trophies like. Uh, super cups and whatnot not actually don't determine anything but yeah yeah <laughs> i know where you are getting at. <laughs> the super cop will determine uh, a lot of things <laughs> that's what we know about this this the the season is ends this is, season your 2020, 2020, that that is your problem the 2020 2020 season your ended. there's so much PR I can still do no, your yeah, what
1: doesn't come <laughs>
0: Before the Super Cup, it's not PR like this award. <laughs> especially the that gives awards, especially this Ballon though. In particular, Trust me that PR gives awards. Particular. If Snyder had
1: the right PR he would have won the award the year he was lost this he ni- not this Snyder, but he didn't deserve, deserve another. That, oh, oh, oh. Like Moji didn't deserve that. No, Moji did. Snyder oh, did it. Snyder played scanty number of games. What's what the scanty game? number of games? He won a treble. He was actually like the best
0: central midfielder in the world at that time. He played about 12 games for his league that season. He wasn't like flying off on all cylinders. He wasn't the well, player of, his, of you didn't win play a stream you, you didn't play a tournament in to
1: the World Cup but, final. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, we are not talking about the fraud coast Nigeria. What okay? Yes,
1: <laughs> that's, that's your problem. You keep calling everybody fraud. Everyone. You is don't a fraud. look at your own. Everyone team. is a- <laughs> You don't look trust at Barcelona me, no, and see the nobody, list
0: of, nobody, You have gone to buy Michael Phelps. No, nobody calls Barca players frauds more than I do. Every single player is a friend in that team. Trust me, you when can't... When you BASA, look at their salary, then you know how fraudulent they are. Even the most, the most um, covered players or the most favourite players in Barcelona, the likes of um, De Jong and Griezmann, and I call them out every time I'm Busquets. So, so, trust me. Trust me, there's nobody getting there's no hiding
1: place anymore. I think the would offer something uh, different for the because when you look at the young and pedri, they are all midfielders that pass the balls mm-hmm. and can pass the ball to the kingdom come. I, I but then you have the who is a bit more direct, um, not in the same uh, talent category as Messi, but once they get the ball, they are not looking to pass, 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 they are looking to you know drive the ball, run at players. And try to uh, create chances. So I think it's a, it's a nice buy because even Griezmann, too, Griezmann is just a passer and then runs into spaces. You need someone aside besides Messi that is going to take the ball and drive and run at people. So I think it's uh, great. That he's,
0: I think it's great. He started with Depay, which just um, circles back to his performance for Netherlands and their performance themselves. They fell out in the quarterfinals to help Denmark. Yes, Denmark. I I think it's down to
1: to 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 their their coach. The coach yeah. I don't think I I really don't think he's an excellent coach. There's, sure. a, there's a, le- a level you have, you need to manage games. There are games you need to know. Look, you have good players. You have players that you decide. Okay, let's sit back and hit on the counter. Let's mm-hmm. let's manage the game differently. They didn't just manage the game differently, but then again, uh, they lost to Denmark, right? Mm-hmm. Denmark they 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 were the darlings okay. of the tournament. Mm-hmm. They started off on a, on a very sad note, but then they got themselves back regrouped Won their they scored some of the most. Uh, I think they had most goals uh, scored in the tournament. Scored four against in their final they game. Some players, so they, they had stand-up players. they had stand-up players. Um, I think Forsberg made a good. Uh, Fosberg, is it No, Forsberg is uh, for Sweden. Those guys can just confuse Forsberg, Hoiberg, Hoiberg, so just um don't put this on record, but I think Hoyberg is bigger than Tottenham Hospital. I'm very sure it is. I, I, please,
0: please put it on record. So I think personally, I think the Netherlands was one of the most disappointing teams in this tournament. I think their teams are played within themselves. Their teams are played absolutely to their potential, and I think Spain falls into that category. I think Spain played perfectly to their like potential. What I yes. mean is that they couldn't have done better than they did. So I'm trying sure to say, of like, they played. Like, I'm, I'm not giving, I don't want to give too much credit to Enrique because some guys that are going to give him the stick for his selection. But I think the team he came to that tournament with played the best they could play. I don't think they would have done more than they did. And the it, truth <laughs> is, nobody expected the team he selected to play and
1: get up and to, that get to that level. No, they now. lost to the champions. Don't, don't take anything away from that. And,
0: and it was not a loss that they would be ashamed of. It was a loss of? that had them... With their head high, haven't yes, left the pitch. In the
1: pen- penalties, they lost to they lost to but then again, that's where I question why Morata was asking <laughs> the penalties. I've seen him play penalties for Chelsea, I've seen him play for Juventus. He's not he's, he's not a judging hole, he's not he's not even I don't know, he's not the striker that you know that okay, we'll bang in these penalties day in, day out, or a Bruno Fernandez for for
0: lack of so, it, so, and another so, player... So, <laughs> so, there so have there, there, there been heated debates about, and this Euros has been, I think there have been perhaps the most penalties in the international tournaments in the last, perhaps, few decades in this year, 2020. And the and were so many, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, were, like, they were shit they were a crap ton of goals <laughs> <laughs> shit ton of hongos. But yeah, my point is that there have been a lot of talking about around penalties, and the truth of the matter is, penalties are, they are a cruel lottery. is one way or the other. For example, Bukayo Saka, the guy that took the last penalty, that I mean, sparked up a lot of conversation, According to um, the coach Southgate, he released a statement yesterday and said that they had been doing penalty routines for England after every training session for the last I don't know how many games. I mean training sessions they had, and he said that the best penalty taker in their training sessions has been Bukayo Saka. Followed by Rashford and Sancho, so it wasn't just. So that's the thing. The player that dear, banks them in. Dear Victor, <laughs> I'll I'll
1: take you back to sometimes in our exam halls when you are trying to write, and then all of a sudden the the, the spelling of the word uh, say when or is disappears from <laughs> your mind because you're your tense. Exactly. It's a different thing to play penalties. So in I, training. I absolutely agree with you. It's a you. different thing to play penalties. A penalty that is supposed to, you know,
0: get your team to the next level—not necessarily win the game, but gives you a fighting so chance. My point is that I think, they, I think we're, we're, we're there's so much conversation around this issue of penalties. I think penalties are a lottery. If it doesn't go your way, it's not something to beat your spot. Man, and like how Ronaldo said it in 2016. you was talking to Moutinho, Who do you want to say? It's in God's hands. Hit it so, hard. And, so, and leave it to just God. So when you lose a bit, so but there's a way to take a poor penalty. Yes, but I don't think. Something that the coach gets so much stick for. Hey, why did he bring on Sancho and Rashford? He did what he thought was the best for the team. And that was not based off of of any sentiment.
1: I don't have a problem with the coach getting all the stick. The coaches can get all the stick. Look, it was his decision. many pundits feel you would have used you would have kept on Henderson in, in, in the match but Henderson is not even a great penalty taker I've said but you would have kept on the more experienced players you get likes of Walker who can hit the ball hard. You would have kept them in the team and you know let them take the penalties so not bringing two players are you that? at at the dead of the game. They've they not felt the tempo of the game. So they are not that but you feel okay they are very uh, good penalty takers. So the coach can get the stick. I don't have I don't I'm not I don't sure. have any I'm not sure I'm that. not
0: sure I agree with you. I think if I'm a coach I don't really want to consider the tempo of the game and whatnot. I have my best math as you have to do a job. You get on the pitch and take a kick. I don't think there are players that will come off the bench. I'm talking of regulated in regular time, have a one-on-one chance that they miss, and you say, ah, because it's not for the tempo of the game. you're on the pitch, you do a job. So I think the coach, I personally I think he's somewhat vindicated in this. I think, but then again, like I said, penalties and for the final in particular, I think the penalties didn't take away from the conversation. The real conversation is in one way, abysmal from the even after he scored the goal in the second minute or third minute, till the last 120, they were, they were, they were behind it. I,
1: I will tell you for sure that even as a Chelsea fan, I, I was a bit disappointed, disappointed in the performance of Nelson Mount. Um, Harry Kane, after the pass, he gave like two or uh, three flashes in the first half. I didn't see so him was again. Uh, Harry Kane, you have a you, chance you, in the you, whole 120? I, I think Southgate should have, you know gone into the game ex- knowing what the Italians would do. The Italians know your best player. Your best player has been uh, Raheem Sterling. He's been the one running at player, trying to open chances, uh, giving a great assist for Kane in, 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 to score to score in one of the knockout games. So, they were going to definitely be on him and try to close him down. You, so, you needed someone else. You have gone for so, Bukai Osaka, but it didn't work out. As at the point you see that these things are not working, you needed someone like British. The truth is, you needed someone like British to come into the game and try to hold the balls so they can have like a, a breather to be able to play and then try to get into the game better. But if you have a mount that is, once he gets the ball, he's going to pass and you're all passing, and then you have the clan rider that will intercept the ball and just starts running with the ball. It doesn't work like that. You need to keep, get hold of the game, and that's what the talent is so doing better. I think I think
0: um Southgate's indecision or lack of creativity, lack of nuance, cost England the tournaments or cost them the trophy, especially in the finals. As at the, I think, first half of extra time, that's... Um, extra time of the of, um, half-time of the extra time, I think England made only one substitution and Italy had made about four. And what Beggar's belief is that England's bench, if England's second team competed in this tournament, they would probably up. have made the semi-finals as well. That's not yes. talking about the wealth of... The, so why are you making only one sub when you have such potential on your bench? Like of Hurricane and Sterling, we're not the way... So what stops you from taking out the Hurricane that's invisible in the game and bringing on the carpet or bringing off a... And like, then and play, Sterling we'll cross into and bring, the box. But you know, just... Try out something different. Be creative with him. So I think he was very naive. Perhaps this is his first final. I don't know. Has he has coached? Yes, is his, yes, first, it, yes is it. His, his first final. Is, Where has so he so coached? I think he, I think he lacked the I don't know. I think he lacked that creative ingenuity to say, hey, hey, it's not going as planned. But then you saw the you saw the intelligence, the genius in Manchini. Which would him game at the by the scruff of the neck. He said, Chiro, you're not giving me what I want. Off you go. He brought in Berardi. He took out um. He brought in the Midfield and Roma. He played at
1: one he was, point. He was, he was reacting. To game. Played, uh, yes, he was reacting at one point in, until they got the equalizer, I think Insigne was playing like a false nine. And if the if the injury didn't come for Kesa, I'm I'm not sure he would have brought in um benotti also i think it I mean, was benadeski benadeski one of the yes so, so i like
0: he was trying things he was he trying thing. He, 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 to he, he, he played the signal at the middle he brought in the, the, the Roma guy to the midfield he had shellini playing high up he had bonucci flinging in the passes he had so he was trying he had emerson going wide he had him coming so the way he was he was talking things he was taking things yes and by the second half of
1: the of time when he saw that you know the the energy was running out of his guys uh, georginho didn't have so much uh going again he had to sit back down the spaces and okay, let's take it to penalties. Let's take it to yes. the, like you said,
0: a lottery. Let's take it to a game of luck. And and because they they had know they have is. a very fine goalkeeper. Of course. That's not getting anything away from Pickford, by the way. He's also a goalkeeper. Pick was I think not so Pickford had a great tournament. See the, and even in that game, he saved
1: two. He saved two in that game and he had he had good assists. The only uh, part of his game that you would have, you know, questioned was some of his uh He's, he's released he's, he plays some you know misplaced passes in i think their semi-final game or something like that but you can't even take anything away from his performance he's I I, can, the game. Can, I, can
0: i tell you something there's this I, mean, I think it's a turkish data analytics app for for football so they analyze players based on the the actions they take in the game how either it creates goal scoring opportunities for their team or stops the goal scoring opportunities for the opponent i think the name is only or so so there's a way they can curate the best performing players, and they came up with best performing players of the tournament, and guess what the goalkeeper of the tournament was? Pickford. Pickford. It was Pickford. He had yes. a damn good tournament. He had a damn good tournament. did he consider first goal until I think in the semi-finals. Yes, against Denmark. Yeah. And that was a set from a set piece. So Which it wasn't even good, from I mean, Open Play also. and it was a beautiful set. <laughs> and then the second one he considered was, I mean, I think he could have done better for that one. But yeah. He, he could have done better. His defenders tournament. could have done better because, no, you can't
1: you can blame Pickford. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not that a very tall goalkeeper to come out and command the area. So the defenders mm-hmm. know the shortcomings of their goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But you see the corner kick that came in. I think the italian players won all the like two of the first balls mm-hmm. so and that's that's down to the, the defenders you can't really blame the goalkeeper for that he did try his best but you, you can't blame him for that goal i think at the
0: end of the day the italians wanted him more the english fans wanted him more than the english players <laughs> i guess they were there were so many i just think it was mm-hmm.
1: down to a stroke of bad luck for the english they they, they, they played well it, it came down to penalty so you can't see that you know the italians wanted well, him and you can question, play well. you can question they how they. Play they well. you can question how they played but look, like I said, finals are meant to be won, not to be played. They did lose it, but it's not going to be the first final that um, a team... We've seen finals where a team didn't play well and they end up winning. Chelsea twenty twenty twelve Champions League, they didn't exactly play. But, you know, they defended well, came out winning. So there are times that it goes either way. So it's not down, sometimes it's not down to how well you play, just that stroke of good luck that you just get.
0: I guess you're right. Okay, so now we have the conversation around, yeah, you know it's the Ballon d'Or. So people hate this conversation because uh, it's all about PR and propaganda and agenda. I agree that Messi is...
1: <laughs> look, you just want to gloat that Messi is likely to win the <laughs> Ballon d'Or. It's fine. It's okay. fine. But I've told you the reasons why I've been campaigning for Kante and Jorginho. Look, it's not every time that you get players who are not scoring goals and making assists to get a shout for the Ballon d'Or. And I'm very happy that these players are getting the shout that they deserve every time it's either, it's, it's either going to be a striker or an attacking midfielder very rarely have we seen like a defender
0: like you can count so why you put it like this you make it seem like messi blew everybody away which isn't true exactly coming into this tournament messi was probably the fourth or fifth favorite coming to their respective you are, you are, you see, he blew everybody away no no he didn't actually because How? No, it wasn't, no, no. That's my point exactly i said coming into this the international no, tournament coming into the was, tournament
1: I, the only question you had over messi was because barca did not win either the la liga or win the Champions League. that's it my point is
0: that my point is that if argentina won their Copa america which they did right mm-hmm. and france won the euros for example messi isn't the ballon though it's going to count to mbappe or if belgium won it we're looking at the Luka 4 kevin ebrenner so i think my point is that those teams failed their Ballon d'Or contestants. France failed Kante because, believe you me, if France won that tournament, with the, with the noise that was coming from the English camp and many journalists and you know even from Africans, Kante was already one shoe in. Messi was and Messi didn't, let's be honest, he didn't enter the Cup America's favourites. He won the Cup for the Spain. The reason why I'm
1: saying that Messi won away when you look at the statistics, best player, everything, goals, scores, assists and everything, look, he got all the stats to, like he won everything that in mean, Like that's really the saying like I own this tournament. They may question his um uh, his uh, final uh, performance but you're playing against Brazil that okay. has some of the best players has one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. Player a player that has come up against you season in season out in Casemiro they will know how to tackle you and mark you ask. And this is not the first time that Messi has had a difficult final and Di Maria has come through. I remember the Olympics <laughs> final. Yes, <laughs> Di Maria came mm-hmm. through. So. And that's that, that's what matters in a team. When the star man is being, you know, haggled down and then being kept in check, someone
0: has to step up. I think this is so. Yeah, so back to my conversation about how So, I think coming into this, I'm going to still go back. But coming to this tournament, I think it was there for everyone. They were about and our last our, our last Balondo convers- last Balondo um, podcast. there were about ten people that could win it. We didn't even mention Ho. <laughs> which is just funny. So I'm so it's amazing how nobody expected this kind of performance from Messi. I think everyone has seen what Messi can do, but I think it's probably his top three best ever cup tournaments since his style playing football. It was ridiculous really how he took away the tournament, so I think it was his performance in this Papa America, that and the lack of, from the likes of Mbappe, and Kante, and the French camp, and De Bruyne, and um, some of the Belgians, and even Cristiano Ronaldo as well, and the Portuguese camp, that sold them shots. That sold uh, them shots. You can't really say Ronaldo scored the most goals in the tournament. You
1: may say three-way penalties,
0: but you, they all if you, make, if you make... If, <laughs> Pointy people make their teams to the tournament. Ronaldo doesn't enter one of them. You don't score three penalties and two goals, and nobody's, going to, nobody's going to put England you
1: lost the tournament by not
0: scoring a penalty. Well, granted, I'm not saying penalties are. <laughs> I'm not saying penalties are relevant. Really I'm just saying if you score three penalties and score two goals in the tournament, nobody's going to make you player of tournament or put you
1: in No, you're not going to say he's a player of the tournament. I'm going to say one of the... He's not even... It wasn't much of a contender when you mm-hmm. look at... If you if if rate him against the likes of Paul I'm just trying Popova to... had a good tournament and, uh, and if France had made it to the final... Ha- would have had a case to win player of the tournament. I, I, I don't believe that Donorama is a player of the tournament. And I, I don't know what, why UEFA or Euro... I don't know whoever decided to give him that. He may have been decisive in Italy winning the tournament... But you had other players on the team. I'll tell you that Jojinho... If you're going to give it to Italian... Jojinho or Bonucci. Could have or could have I'd have gone
0: go for Bonucci as well. I'd have gone for Bonucci. Um, sorry, I have to go back to that Ronaldo conversation. I, I was, I was saying that I think the team and himself sold each other short, and I mean that actually because he scored three penalties and he tap in. I don't know if he could have done more in terms of how he influenced the game, or the team could have been built better around him, and that's perhaps a feeling from Santos. But I think Ronaldo is better than what we saw in this Euros. Highest goalscorer in Italian league two seasons back to back and forgetting all the things he has done, five banners and whatnot. I think the Portuguese team played, and that's the second most disappointing thing in this tournament for me, after I the I match. don't
1: think, I don't agree with you that Ronaldo could have been better than what he did. He scores, even the, the highest goal scoring in Syria, either he's won, he scored penalties. You say he scored a tap-in, he ran from his, he started the attack from his own area, and ran all the way to get to score that tap-in. If he didn't run, he won't score the tap-in. So he did good work. So it's not just about scoring the tap-in, and then his, his second goal was a beautiful uh, play. I think the Portuguese there's a bit lo- some players coming into the team. There's that they 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 kind of had that they didn't have that rhythm going for them in the first two or three matches, but they they found their feet at some point. Uh Renato Sanchez came into the team. He was not the mainstay of the team before now, and then Bruno you know, Fernandes didn't have a wonderful tournament. So they a lot of you know team claim by the Portuguese uh, of coach, which may not have helped their cause. But then I don't think they were that disappointing. Yes, defending champions they could have done better, but I think they, they were weren't that, that disappointed. They, they... Lost, they lost against Belgium. Look, at, let's, look let's raise the stakes. Belgium is number one in the world. So, they are losing against number one team in the world, as at then. So, they lost against Belgium. So, you have to give them a break. I
0: don't think they were that, that poor. They and even, they even against Belgium, they played, they played better. That's my point exactly. They didn't lose against a Belgium that played like they were number one in the world. They were better than the Belgians. But they were f- the failings from Portugal in the group stage and in the knockout games came in the final third. Their defense was poor. Think so they should have complemented that with goals in the attack. And I will so tell you it that it
1: wasn't down to... If I'm going to criticise anybody in that team, it would be uh, the Liverpool guy, Diego Jota. It, was, it, was, it, missed a, it missed a number of chances. So it wasn't even down to Ronaldo. That's why I'm saying Messi didn't step up in the final against Brazil, but if Di Maria stepped step up. If Jota had stepped up, maybe maybe they would have just gotten you know to the semi-final or something. That's how I feel. So if they, Ronaldo is a targeted man. He's, so for him to score five goals, then that means he did play well. I I would I wouldn't criticize that I wouldn't say he had a bad tournament he, had a, he represented himself very well that's just my argument
0: I don't think he had a bad tournament I wouldn't say he had a bad tournament I just don't think this tournament Flattered Ronaldo the best I don't think this of flattered, course it didn't Flatter him because I'm not I'm not even talking about the fact that he lost the tournament I just think it wasn't his best outing in the Portuguese shirt the number of games he played in the group stage uh, in the game against France ah uh, the game against Belgium ah uh, I just think yes Ronaldo shouldn't all be about him but then individuals in the portuguese team didn't step up the like of goodies the like of a receiver the players that actually started the games bernardo uh, the man on the left jota but then Ronaldo is also in the conversation they didn't do as expected they didn't do what was required so i guess when you talk about failings from a country you, you start from the captain and then it drills down to everyone else so anyway okay masterful i agree with you perhaps the team field ronaldo but then again, you know how the media is. They, they, have, they need a scapegoat. But yeah, perhaps on the other end, five goals somewhat gives him some leeway to say, hey, I did my part. The rest of the team should have scored. And he them. had assists too. And so it true. wasn't just five so, goals. True, so. True. so yeah, the ballon though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess, okay, it's between Messi, Lewandowski, and I think the tour should be
1: I, Lewandowski has already said he, he won't mind losing it out to Messi. So he already knows what probably <laughs> will happen. Um, and then there's a lot of PR around Messi, wonderful tournament, first international trophy. Mm. Uh, whatever arguments the Ronaldo campaign with, with having about winning international trophy, he has buried that. And uh, should Argentina win the, you know, proposed uh, uh, international cup. A, a cup between international super cup. international super cup between Euro winners and um, the Copa America winners, that's another international trophy that he can add to his name. Uh, to match but, up with the glorified uh, friendly trophy
0: for the <laughs> UEFA Nations League. But I think that's going to be played in 2022. I don't know when. I don't know when they will create time for that. This. Um, no, I, I, I'm. I'm just
1: up. saying it, it, That's not even about the Ballon d'Or. That's mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Messi. Messi's legacy as yeah. a, as a player over the years. So I, I. I'm happy for him. Um. I wish he would sit out this Ballon d'Or and then they would give it to. <laughs> someone else okay maybe lewandowski so okay <laughs> let me not mention kante maybe lewandowski because you know for the something goes breaking the german goal scoring record mm-hmm. it was awesome winning the league all uh, uh, uh again mm-hmm. so i i agree with that and uh so talking about awards i, I just feel uh before we wrap up there should be if they could be an award to the most horrendous and terrible and you know without making making it generalizing because i know some people will be offended in the fact that if they could give an award to a certain set of people are those english fans who decided to take up um racist uh comments uh who decided to beat people coming out of the stadium um if they could be uh, a, 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 a disgraceful award given to those I of people because i, I won't say it is all the english fans i, I would say uh, because i've seen some people you know you know enjoy uh, a graffiti of rashford on the wall go there and uh, you know protest and all of that speak up against Uh, racism so i won't say it's all the english fans but then again there's a certain number of them that need to be weeded out and this is the reason why this is what modric was saying about the fact that the the english arrogance is not so much about their players it's always about the media and mostly their fans this is why people would this is why the world would not want football to come home like they like they were singing Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to want to accept that this is are. so let's not take it away there's a lot of racism that goes on during the serie a matches we've had We've had, we've had racist chants, monkey chants, against um, targeted at black players doing uh, Italian league games, but then taking it to this level because three players, like the fact that immediately we saw that Rashford, Sancho, and Saka had lost the penalty, we already knew that we were going to wake up in the morning to racist comments. It uh, is as bad as that.
0: And I think I think I think I'm I, I'm not even going to sympathise. I don't share the sentiment of uh, some people that I think the whole country. From the very first individual to the last person is culpable because those who aren't doing the racism acts itself, I don't are, speaking I don't up and speaking up, and the people that should have the power and do have the power to do something have been complacent. They have supported. They've hidden behind and behind the camera. They've even hidden behind. They've put up the facade of, of our hands at tied, which is a lie. It's there's, a big, There's more than they can do. But in a 21st century where there's technology that can track down any any misdoings of anyone in terms of financial crimes. So if we can bring down the law against things as stern as financial crimes, you can't against racism. You can find out who these people are. They are not in hiding. They don't wear masks. You see their faces. You can drill down to this thing and, and, and make out severe punishments in that's, terms of fines, in terms of prison that's time. The, that's the, the thing. They, if they were more serious about it, and I'm talking right now, I'm talking about the English government, I'm talking about the English FA, I'm talking about the people, the higher ups in the nation. It's not just about speaking up. Everyone has spoken up, and they've been speaking up for, for, for everyone and like their mothers has been saying one thing or the other for years, it's not about that. Stern up punishment have to be meted out.
1: That's the point. So there are no consequences. Because you look at, at the beginning of the I think it the friendly before the Euro started, one of the uh somebody in the uh, in the English government was like that kneeling down to, you know, say black life black lives matter and all of that was a political substance. And anymore. fans were booing. And the care. government didn't do anything about it. That's why uh, at the end i think the same, the same the same person came out to say it was disgusted and tyrone means had to put him straight on twitter and tell him you can't come out today and say you are disgusted when at the beginning when we're kneeling down to protest to speak up against things like this you were saying it was a political agenda how is saying that racism should be can't a political agenda what is politics about the fact that some people view people of color or people of other uh uh, race, uh races as as as, as inferior or have to make it about them. If if you, if, if you even listen to something that um Ayan Wright and Iron Right and Alan Shira did recently about uh, about this racism topic, you even the songs that they sing it bring you down to just your, the color of your skin, and it's as bad as that.
0: I don't. I don't want us to end on these notes for this um for this edition for this fourth uh, recording of this podcast. So I, I wish it was a lighter note on which we could end, but this is just what it is. The conversation has to go on and beyond that actions have to be taken the players are consequences bit, what with the kneeling down what with the the chance i mean the raised hands and whatnot but more has to be done and this is not about conversations anymore this is not more about journalists or the media saying blackout and whatnot actual actions have to be taken actual standard punishments have to be meted out the to people government that have found has COVID. to be involved have to make examples of in people. all countries uh, so i'm mean, with that i guess we have had um, <laughs> lengthy conversation about the Euros in Copa America and in our next podcast we'll be definitely talking about uh the Club football. Windows, yeah, club, club Football, football basically some, we are back Arsenal <laughs> has like
1: we started at the beginning <laughs> Arsenal has given us banter just already so yes club football will be the next thing we'll be talking about and I, I I I can't wait for you to get started.
0: Yeah, can I, can I. So that is that of this recording. It's always good to have you guys follow us on social media, Instagram, um Facebook and on all the other social media platforms. It's just football and we're back same place where you listen to all your podcasts, all your recordings. So enjoy the weekend, guys. Have uh, a good one. Yeah, thank you.